guys welcome to another episode of get up time podcast and before we get into this one i just wanted to give you guys a little disclaimer the sound might be a little off because y'all the way my life has been lately you know when you think something is about to be smooth sailing or you get clear on what it is that you need to do i have to do and you ready to do it and then life is like (laughs) you would have thought that's exactly what's been happening okay so i tried to be fancy and record my podcast while being live on instagram for you guys and i was excited i had my little microphone in hand and i'm not gonna lie to you guys all right my computer was not fully charged but my computer had decent amount of battery so i'm thinking we're gonna be good because the other day i spoke with somebody on zoom for a whole hour and my computer was on about the same amount of battery and i made it through that interview no problem so i'm thinking surely i'm about to go live for you know maybe an hour we should be good we were not good okay halfway through me talking my computer is like the battery is going down by the minute okay so i had to stop the video and then plug my computer in and then um in the midst of like getting my computer plugged in it started acting really weird and i wasn't able to use my microphone but i didn't want to let that stop me from doing this podcast episode so i did record it did get chopped up in the middle and then the second half i did not have my microphone so i'm sorry about that but i'm really excited for this new season of get out 10 and you're gonna hear all about it in this episode what's to come so let's get into it hey guys welcome to another episode of get up 10 and this episode is gonna be real spicy just kidding it's not gonna be real spicy i just want to say that but it is gonna be really interesting um because i don't really know where it's going i do have some general notes but i really just prayed before i came on here to record and i just said like god have your way because i am relaunching my podcast and i'm super excited the consistency y'all has been lacking but the way that i'm about to come through with these episodes just stay tuned watch for the notifications because we're getting back to it okay so i started get up 10 podcast in 2018 and the idea came to me i feel like i was on a plane (laughs) on the way back from denver colorado uh, from women evolve conference and it really just stirred something in me it was either 2018 or two no it was 2018 okay because i went to two conferences that were really big for me as far as like the light bulb went off so i went to pinky promise conference in 2018 and i know that one is definitely 2018 because i went to atlanta georgia in 2018 for the very actually no it was the second time for pinky promise conference with heather Lindsay you know what, as I'm talking, I'm realizing I'm mixing up the dates. So that was the first time I went to Pinky Promise Conference was 2018. And then after that, she did another conference in 2019 in Miami. And that's that's the one that I meant to talk about, 2019. But Get Out 10 Podcast was founded in 2018 after Women Evolve Conference with Sarah Jakes Roberts. Because I was, I remember I had a red eye flight and I do enjoy a nice red eye flight because, you know, you get to see the sunrise and the sky. It's a beautiful sight. Anyways, I had a red-eye flight back home from Colorado after the conference. The conference was so good. I was on fire after it, just like so excited, so full. And so I have this red-eye flight and I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to take a nap. 
<laughs> well, that nap never happened because I was just so full on the inside and so excited with all the ideas that I had going on in my mind of just like businesses and entrepreneurship and all these kinds of things that I was inspired by the conference with. So when I realized that I wasn't going to be falling asleep on my plane ride, I, I decided to just pull out my journal and start writing down all the ideas that were in my head for what I call my purpose baby and the businesses that I would birth and all this kind of stuff. So that's exactly what I did. And that's part of how Get Up 10 was founded right there on the airplane. I was like, I'm going to start a podcast because people always say whatever you're good at, whatever people, whatever comes to you easy, whatever people always come to you for, like pay attention to those things. In my whole life, I've always been able to talk. I've never been afraid to talk. <laughs> so the idea of starting a podcast just came so naturally to me. And I wanted to... Of course, share what was on my heart, whatever ideas or revelations I had gotten. But I also really wanted to create a space for resiliency and to just encourage people to get back up after life knocks you down. Get back up. Get up 10. Right. OK, so you're going to hear me say this as you listen to the episodes. But I just I always want to say because you never know who's listening for the first time. So what get up 10 podcast uh, the name actually does come from a Cardi B song, <laughs> which I always laugh at now because I don't follow Cardi B at, at all these days. I don't know if she if she has a new song, like I might hear about it a couple weeks later, but I don't follow her like I used to. But at the time, I was a lot more familiar with her journey. I remember when I was in my freshman year of college, that's when I was introduced to her because I'm pretty sure that was when she was on Love and Hip Hop. So I saw her go from this Instagram stripper to uh, reality TV to realizing her music dreams in a pretty short amount of time. And I thought it was really dope how not only did she do that, but she also stayed true to herself, where she's from, who she is. And she never tried to get on social media acting like a brand new person. She always was just herself, whether she was looking crazy, where, whether the hair was not done, whether the teeth was looking crazy in the beginning, she was just always true to herself. And I really respected that authenticity because so many people hold themselves back or hide or just don't show up because they're afraid of what they look like, how they sound, where they come from, just all these excuses of why people don't show up. And I'm not even gonna say people, I'm gonna include myself because there's been times where I'm like, oh, my hair's not done. <laughs> Y'all see the hair is done today if you're watching live. But anyways, we make these excuses for why we shouldn't show up with the message that's really in our hearts. And I saw with Cardi in her career, she never really did that. She always showed up, even if she was looking crazy. And I respected that. And I think the world would be a different place if people would just show up in their authenticity. So that's one part of Get Up 10. And then I've just always been really big on resilience. And I'm not really sure where it started. Resilient, resiliency. And ambition have just always been really big things to me. I want to say like values, core values. Ever since I was a girl, and I know as a girl, like ambition, yeah, like I always had big dreams. I always was like, okay, what's the best I can do here? What's the top? What's the, you know, like what what's the highest grade I can get in this class? What's the best awards I can get from playing this sport? I've always thought like that um, when I started to transition to looking at colleges, what's the best colleges given what I want to do and 
my basketball career and all that kind of stuff I've always been that kind of girl like what's the best and how do I get there period like why would I settle for less anyway so ambition has just always been there for me and then I think the resilience part came in along the years especially with being a student athlete I think it's kind of just ingrained in you like you don't quit you get back up you try again even if today's practice was trash we're coming back to the gym tomorrow and we're gonna get it right and I think I just carried that mentality into my life because I have a few tattoos at this point in my life and I know my first tattoo was the word ambition and I just shared a little bit about that I also have some boxing gloves and the word resilience tattooed on me because I wanted to have that personal reminder to just keep on fighting always keep on fighting throughout life whatever life throws at you fight back and I do my best to keep the fight in my own life and I really think that came from sports because I don't if I remember if I have a moment where it really dawns on me of where that came from I'll share it with you guys but for right now we're gonna go with sports sports put that in me okay (laughs) and so that's where the values of authenticity ambition and resilience authenticity yeah authenticity ambition and resilience that's where they all came from that's what I try to embody in my brand in my podcast in my life my personal life because first of all who cares what I say in my podcast who cares what I post on social media if I don't live that in real life you know so those are all things that I try to embody on a day-to-day and they're really important to me and I want to encourage you guys to take them up too because I know that life 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 be life in okay we are all gonna go through stuff and I also realize that pain knows no age we don't just get to adulthood and then the the blows come they come early especially if you're a believer the enemy tries to come for your purpose early while you're young and so because of that we just go throughout these years on unaware of the baggage and the traps and all the stuff that has been set up early um and so i lost my train of thought <laughs> i lose my train of thought reading the comments because i see y'all hey but anyways um yeah so anyways we have a lot of things that happen to us at a from an early age i've always not always but especially working with the youth because I love young people. I realize that pain knows no age. There's no magic number. When you turn 30, then life can get hard. No, like life can get hard real quick. And so how do we bounce back? How do we keep on moving forward? How do we get up again? And that's why not only do I share my own story with you guys, but I bring guests on here to also also share their stories because maybe they've been through things that I haven't been through. I like to think that I have... uh, a middle-class testimony <laughs> you know like I didn't grow up rich and everything was rainbows and sunshine but I didn't grow up at the bottom either that I really struggled and didn't have my parents and went through some terrible things that's not my story either I'm right in the middle and that's not to dismiss what I've been through but I just still believe that no matter where you're at your story still holds value so that's why I founded my podcast. That's why I started my podcast. And that being said, it's been amazing over the years to just, even though I have not been consistent, to just continue showing up, to continue sharing, to continue talking, and even 
to have others on my platform and that's all going to continue so with this relaunch it's a relaunch into consistency a relaunch into more stories that are hopefully going to resonate with you guys so i'm definitely going to have some fire guests on get up 10 podcast the interviews have already started and I can't wait to release them. But before I release them, I wanted to come on here with this episode first so you could hear it from the source. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really wanted to take time to start off my show with just me and my voice. And then, in so right after this episode, I'm going to launch the first interview. And these in, I have interviews lined up. So, y'all, if you want to see an episode of Get Up 10 every week, hit me up and ask me where it's at. Because... I got amazing guests lined up. I already did my interview with Cami Lynn, and she helps people overcome their trauma. And we had such an amazing conversation. Um, We are like total opposites, right? Like I'm 25. Why did I say I'm 25? I'm here lying to you guys. I don't know where that came from. I'm going to be 27. I'm 26. (laughs) And, you know, I have my own story. I'm... Afro-Latina, I'm half Puerto Rican, my skin is obviously chocolate, okay? And then the beautiful Cami Lynn, she is in her 50s. She is a mother and a grandma, and she lives in Arizona, and her skin does not have as much chocolate, if you know what I'm saying, but her story and just her energy was so awesome, so I really can't wait to share that with you guys, and I have more interviews lined up that I already know is going to bring the heat. And I'm really excited to share that I interview, I'm interviewing some great women and some great men because I really love to bring both to you guys because ladies, I mean, you know, women are amazing, but I love hearing the male perspective as well. So I'm going to bring some really amazing guys on Get Up 10. So stay tuned for that. Also, we're definitely going to talk about my book, Thrive, which before... I move on to what I really want to share with you guys. I'm just going to touch on Thrive. So I actually wrote my book in my journal. There's a journal coming. Get ready. But anyways, I'm, I actually wrote my book in my journal in 2021. I made both of those that year. But for whatever reason, divine timing, they're not getting released until this year, 2023. And I'm really excited. The book is already written. The cover's done. I love it. It's beautiful. The book is about knowing when to leave, knowing when a situation, relationship, time is up and how to get up and move forward and trust that better is coming. So the book is written. So I got my author's copy, which if you follow me on social media, you saw it. That's why there's like that gray line through it, because it's the proof copy. It's not the official copy. I just want to, you know, get you guys excited, as excited as I am for it. So anyways, I still have to look through it and just make any final changes before I release it to you guys. I don't know what I want to say there. I want to like press the button, launch it. I don't know. Anyways, before you guys can get your copy, I just want to make sure it's all right for you guys and that it's really executed well. That being said, my book has gone through a process. I wrote, so when I wrote my book, I literally... I don't want to talk about it too much because I want to do another episode on this. But when I wrote my book, I just sat down on Google Docs and I just typed my stories out. So when I met my publisher, I was like, here you go. 
and she helped me to put it all together and add flow to it and then from her it went to another editor who looked at it for more like grammatical context I guess is that the right way to say it so anyways I got my book back and I was so excited and I opened it up I'm thinking it's gonna be one two three easy just look for some major things you know I gotta get some more creative titles so I'm thinking it's gonna be a pretty easy editing process and I should have it locked and loaded ready to go shortly for you guys well (laughs) that would have been nice but I opened up my book and I saw that some of the words had been changed to words that I don't necessarily use or literally that I don't use because like one of the words I'm like I don't even know what that means and so I saw that there was some changes done so now I'm definitely going to take more time to go through my book thoroughly and just make sure that you guys hear my heart and my voice the way that I intended. Because like I said, I'm big on authenticity. And so I really want to make sure that my stories are shared from the heart. And so the editing process is going to take me a little bit longer, but I'm going to get it done soon because I really want to get my book out to you guys as soon as possible. But I'm going to tell you all about that Uh how that all came together, what the writing process was like, what's in the book. Definitely going to talk about that after it's out. So stay tuned for that. And I also do want to do an episode on divorce when mine is finalized. I am in the last stages of my divorce. And once it's official, I'm definitely going to come up here and talk about it because I don't know that we talk about divorce all that often. Like we know Of course, that it happens very frequently in today's day and age, but I don't think we know the behind the scenes. And on top of that, my divorce is not only behind the scenes of divorce, but it's also the aftermath of domestic violence, which one show that I thought did a really great job of portraying that was The Maid on Netflix. I think that's what it's called. I haven't watched it since it came out, but that show is so accurate and I could just relate to it so well. And so I also wanted to share my story of the aftermath of domestic violence and divorce and what that has been like what I've gone through because you just I think a lot of people they just don't know you don't know until you're in it and hopefully you don't have to ever be in it but I know somebody has been through it or gonna go through it so I'm definitely gonna share my story if it's gonna help somebody else and that being said I forgot what I was going to say. Um, y'all, bear with me, okay? <laughs> I'm doing my best to push through this episode and stay focused. So I'm sorry if I'm a little all over the place. But we're going to get through it. And hopefully, despite my little, I don't even know what to call it, l- loss of focus. That's not focus, but like my train of thought. There we go. Despite my train of thought going off the tracks a few times, <laughs> We're still going to get through this episode, and I really believe that I'm going to say something that somebody needed to hear, so stick with me. (laughs) So yeah, so we're going to do some interviews. I'm going to talk about my book. I'm going to talk about my divorce when that is all wrapped up. So those are just some of the things that you can look forward to on Get Up 10 Podcast. And of course, whenever God puts something on my heart, I'm going to share that with y'all as well. And if you ever feel like there's something that you want to talk about or hear about more, please feel free to reach out to me. Um... However, it is that you contact me if you have my number, shoot me a text, slide in my DMs on social media related to my podcast. Okay, don't slide in with no foolishness. Um, 
there is a contact form on my website gingerfidget.com you can email me info at gingerfidget.com so i'd love to hear your feedback because i really want get up 10 to be for the people i want it to be relevant and relatable so if there's something that you want to hear about whether it's my opinion or you want me to find a guest to come on and talk about it please please let me know because i want to make sure that you guys are really getting fed from this podcast and that you are getting the resources and the help and the information that you need to be the best version of yourself because that is behind my brand heavily as well i want to encourage you to be the best version of yourself to continue to grow to continue to continue i can't even talk today (laughs) to continue to just shed any weight or shame or whatever is on you that stopped you from living your best life i want to help you get over that and that's really what my brand is about so to start off my podcast not only did i want to tell you guys what was to come but i also wanted to tell you guys about my testimony because I've been a Christian almost all my life, so I'm 26, and I think I gave my life to the Lord at the age of five, and again, like I said before, I think we always hear from the extremes, I guess, like, so in the Christian world, because that's where I come from, that's my worldview, um, we hear the testimony, the crazy testimonies of like, God got me through this. I used to be addicted. I grew up in this. And that's a lot of people's testimony. Or like, this is who I was before Christ. And this is who I am now. You know, like we hear those kind of testimonies. But I don't think we always hear the testimonies from people like me. Who I grew up in the church. I professed you know, Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior as at a very young age. And so I don't really have a before and after story because I don't really remember before, which I think is a great thing. Honestly, I'm happy that I can say I don't remember my life before Christ, you know, because it was like four years, you know, uh, and it was I even conscious. But anyways, so I just wanted to share my testimony because I believe that our testimonies are powerful. They have power. Um, They are literally a weapon against the enemy and our testimonies have the ability to reach somebody else. So much like how I use my podcast to help somebody out, that's the same way that your testimony works as a Christian. It's not just about you. It's not just for you. There's somebody who needs to hear your testimony, who needs to hear your story. So I'll be honest with you guys. I did not take the time to like sit and think and write out, oh, this is my life story. (laughs) But I do have some, I do have one of my old journals. Uh, this is from 2019, I believe. And I also have a couple notes. So I really just wanted to let this conversation, is, is it still a conversation if it's with yourself? I don't know. Anyways, I really just wanted to let this flow and let the Holy Spirit lead. Because at the end of the day, I just want God to get all the glory from this. So, like I said... I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior at a very young age. Um, I just remember it was in my childhood home and I went into my parents' bedroom and I was standing like in the the door frame of my parents' bedroom. It's actually like two door frames because you walk in and then the bathroom is like right there to your left. So I was standing by those two doors and I don't know if my mom's like in the bathroom or like 
coming into her room i don't know but i just remember being there and talking to her and she prayed with me and i you know i told her like i wanted to i wanted to know jesus as my lord and savior as i've been hearing growing up in church and all that and in school i wanted to make that commitment so i gave my life to christ very young i got baptized young as well i think i got baptized at the age of 10 or so and i know a lot of people will a lot of people will say like oh you did those things young like did you really know what you were doing or it doesn't you know you weren't fully aware of what you're doing so it doesn't count and I honestly don't agree with those things because I made those decisions from I was fully aware I was doing. Yes, I was young, but that doesn't take the commitment away from me. And so I know some people will get recommitted or rebaptized. And I haven't felt the desire to do any of those things because I still feel like I'm very much aware of the commitments I made at a young age. However, I will say that because I made those decisions at a young age, uh, there was still like growth and maturity that had to take place over the years as a woman, as a Christian. And so that's, I think, where my testimony and my journey comes into play. So, yeah, I got baptized at the age of 10. I got saved around the age of five. And I grew up in Christian school. And so part of my Christian education was Bible study. And so I study the text at a very early age and i also got introduced to apologetics which is the study of basically why do you believe what you believe and being able to communicate that and express that to other people which is so important because a lot of people they claim to be christian but they don't really know anything and it's okay not to know things but make sure that you find out the answers for yourself you know you got to be able to hold your ground and really communicate with conviction and clearly this is what i believe this is why i believe and also because people are quick to say oh like the christian faith um is not really real it's made up those are just stories but there's actually so increasing proof behind the christian faith and the things that are in the bible and there's just the body of knowledge is so amazing of apologetics and just knowing why do you believe what you believe so if you've never looked into any of this stuff and even just studying your Bible on a deeper level, I'm so here for all of that. So luckily I got to start doing some of that at a younger age throughout school. So the first time I took apologetics, I was in the eighth grade and then I got to do it again later in high school. And I just loved it as t- on top of Bible study throughout the years. So fast forward to college, I thought that I was going to I thought I was going to, I really wanted to get a, away from Christian school because I, I don't think you really appreciate it until you're away from it. So while I was in it, I was like, oh, like Christian school, I want to see what public school is like, like what's out there. That was my mentality. I didn't have a full appreciation for my reality, I guess you could say, or my upbringing. And so when... I got to college I was like I'm gonna get away from Christian school and just see like what else is out there and I ended up going to a Catholic school which me personally I think Catholicism is like a whole nother thing 
because I so let me clarify I grew up non-denominational as well like I've never claimed a Baptist Kojic Pentecostal I've never claimed that I've always said I'm a Christian I do not claim a denomination I grew up non-denominational so y'all I'm looking and I'm gonna have to pause this real quick because I want to make sure I get my audio but we'll be back Okay, we're back. I needed to figure out all these connections with my Mac laptop. If y'all could only see, right? Because I got my microphone. I needed to plug in my computer. My phone was plugged in, but it's good. I really thought my computer was going to hang with us, but apparently not. Anyways, we're back. (laughs) So if you missed part one, in part one, I talked about Get Up 10 Podcast, how and why I started it, and what's to come with get up 10 and then i also wanted to take time to talk about my testimony and so that's where i was just getting into so go back to part one first so you can get the context but i'll just pick up where i left off if you've been with me so um growing up in a christian home growing up going to church on sunday growing up studying the bible apologetics all that at a really early age and then So when I got to college, I wanted to see what it was like to not be in a Christian school and kind of quote unquote like test my faith, which now in retrospect sounds stupid. But at the time, that's what I was thinking. Like, I want to go out there. I want to shine my light. I want to put what I've learned to the test or so I thought. Anyways, (laughs) so I ended up in a Catholic school and luckily the school I ended up with was not too far from home. And in my brain... In my young brain at the time, I thought that I, sorry, I'm looking at my computer because it's looking weird. But anyways, let's just pray that this is recording properly. Um, so when I went to college, I just thought that I would be still able to go to the church that I grew up on on Sundays because my college was in the Bronx. My church was in Brooklyn. And I didn't have a car, but growing up, I knew driving-wise, that's not too terrible of a drive. However, my little Rockland County suburban girl self did not know the realities of New York City's public transportation and taking the bus and the train and all that. And so I didn't realize how much of a task getting from the Bronx to Brooklyn could be. That being said, I did not go to church the way I thought I was going to be going to church in college. And then as far as reading my Bible, yeah, let's just say my Bible. This is where the little uh, gap happens. And I thought I was going to be able to be fancy and like merge the audios, but that's not happening. So we're just going to pick up where the recording picked up on my computer. But there's about like four minutes, four or five minutes that you guys miss and if you really need to get the full picture you can watch the live replay on my instagram ginger and fit but here's the rest of part two that my computer did pick up i get into this relationship real early and i just remember when i was in high school this guy told me like your virginity is not going to make it past college and i'll never forget those words because 
that's exactly what happened and I think the ginger that I am now I would go back in time and be like the devil is a lie <laughs> but at the time I just accepted those words because I I didn't fully accept them but I just wrestled with them because I didn't know my power or that I could just be like no like that's not going to be my story I don't agree with that I didn't know that so go to college end up in a relationship lose my virginity but I feel like virginity and purity first of all I know right then and there like a lot of people are like yeah I'm out like what are we talking about mm, I'm good on this topic but it's such a powerful topic and it's very important to me and my testimony so hopefully I can share it with you guys in a way that gives you a new perspective and doesn't just because I feel like purity and sex and all that kind of stuff in the church they can come with such shame or like such rigidity or like we don't talk about that we don't do that like that's for marriage period and we don't even talk about purity properly i feel like we just talk about purity in the sense of like oh be pure be like god but i think there's so much more to it and that's what i'm learning as i move on in life so anyways uh i think the attack on because pure, purity and innocence are so beautiful and important and i think that i wish i hope more people would come to see just how special they are um pure people innocent people there's something special about them so if you're listening to this and you are pure innocent i hope that you keep that and if you're listening to me and you feel like you've lost your purity you've lost your innocence i hope that you know that it can be restored to you it can come again you can be light and happy and free again anyways so i feel like i said this earlier in part one but when there's a call on your life when you're about to come into this earth and shake something up the enemy definitely tries to get a hold of you young and i feel like that happened in my life because i was introduced to pornography at a very young age as most of us are, not most of us but as a lot of us are and i feel like that kind of shifted something in me as a woman because it made me think that like i had to prove myself to men or I had to like show that like I know something and I have come out of agreement with proving myself to people like it's just such an unhealthy way to live you really have to live for yourself and let whoever think whatever but at the time I didn't have that level of maturity or understanding and so when I found a boy that I like and he liked me back I thought that I had to like prove myself to him and I really feel like that just started a downhill spiral of unhealthy relationships for me because I was always trying to prove myself or like keep a guy's attention in the way that I thought I should which was like through physical stuff and then it would backfire on me because let me see if I got my wi-fi on let me turn on my phone it would backfire on me because okay like yes I understand there's like physical intimacy but I also desired much more like I didn't want just lust I wanted love and so a guy would come to me with lust and then I'm here looking for love and there's a disconnect and ultimately led to me getting hurt time after time because I was looking for something from people who were not capable of giving it to me time and time again 
And I say all this in hindsight, because this is my testimony, so I can look back and say, look what God has done. But at the time, you know, I didn't have this language or awareness, and nor did I care to, because I just wanted to be loved. I just wanted to be married. I just wanted to be somebody's wife, somebody's girlfriend. That's where my mind was at as a young girl. So fast forward to this, like, I don't know if I want to call it a downward spiral, but again, like this progression of like intimacy is it really is that the word i want to use i guess so intimacy physical actions i don't know anyways it started off like holding hands and hugging to kissing and then it started doing more and more just tiptoeing around full-out sex because i knew like i didn't want to have sex but in my mind i just rationalized that i could do other things that were not as bad quote unquote and so that's how I thought. And one thing led one thing led to another. One thing leads to another. That's really how it goes. And so I started off, long story short, started off with a kiss, ended up having sex in college. And I remember when my mom found out, she took me to the doctors, put me on birth control because she was not having her daughter get pregnant while she was away in college. She knew that my dad was not having that. So my mom had me on birth control early. And honestly, that was probably a good thing. <laughs> but at the time, I just remember feeling so conflicted because I felt like I shouldn't even be in this office because where I come from, sex is for marriage. So realistically, in a perfect world, I shouldn't be sitting here in this OBGYN's office talking about birth control options because I shouldn't even be having sex. And I knew that. But at the same time, I, I knew I also wasn't about to stop. So it created such inner tension and like conflict for me just re like thinking through all that and feeling all of those emotions so it was very emotional for me because it was like the culmination of my actions that this had to happen but at the same time I knew that it didn't have to be like this so it was a lot of inner turmoil and then so that happened I keep on getting in these broken relationships and fast forward actually I, don't, I won't i can't fast forward yet so i'm in this relationship with this guy i lost my virginity to him while i'm in the relationship my little brother sends me a video for, of a pastor and he's talking about virginity and just god's purpose for it and how beautiful it is and what real intimacy and like sex in the confines of marriage looks like and and how beautiful it is when it's done right. And I just felt so sad because I knew that I had deviated from this, the original intent that God created for intimacy. And so I told myself, like, I'm not gonna have sex anymore. But again, in my immaturity, I didn't communicate that to my partner. So it just led to a hot mess within the relationship. Like he thought I was cheating on him or like getting it from other sources, but I wasn't I was just trying to like get back right with God but I didn't communicate that well so that just became a whole hot mess so we end up breaking up I end up getting into another relationship and I really love this guy I'm thinking like this is it he agreed verbally to wait with me to have sex until marriage so I'm thinking we're on the same page we got a dope friendship we play basketball together I'm just so excited for what I think this is about to be well, it didn't turn out what I thought it was going to be. Um, that relationship was a hot mess, and it really broke my heart. Um, homeboy ends up having a whole pornography addiction, which is coupled with 
like lying because he had to hide that he was doing that it's just a whole thing so anyways he was lying to me he was like entertaining other people like people in real life and people on the internet it was a whole hot mess my heart was broken and i at the time i never felt a heartbreak like that and that's really what got me closer to god because i was like all right god it's your turn like if all this stuff is real if you're really the one who fixes broken hearts if you're really a healer god if you can really bring me peace like now is the time and i gave my heartbreak to god and just i remember that i just played good good father on repeat hoping that you know just trying to instill that like he is a good good father and with that knowledge even though i'm in a heartbreak he's a good father he's going to take care of me and i remember playing that song on repeat just so i could fall asleep and long and fast forward he did heal my broken heart he did give me peace he did restore me and so that shifted my faith on onto shifted my faith yeah that shifted my faith my oh my god not my face <laughs> i shifted my faith to another level because it god showed me that he is who he says he is but at the same time there was still old patterns and habits that i didn't break so i still continued to get into unhealthy relationships uh after that again because i didn't break that cycle or pattern or do that inner work to realize why do I keep getting here why do I keep ending up in relationships with people that I think are amazing but everybody else is like nah he ain't it why do I keep ending up here I never stopped to ask myself that so I got into another relationship that was very short-lived and that one I do talk about in my book so y'all could read the book to hear about that relationship I don't really think I have to talk about it too much here and so I end up in a relationship. Actually, no, before I talk about that, because I feel like I talk about being in an abusive relationship, especially a lot recently, because it was a big part of my life. But I feel like there's so much of my life that happened. And I can literally say that because I'm 27. The abusive relationship happened three years ago, and the aftermath is still happening. But there was still like 20 something years of my life before I even got to that point and God was still with me throughout all that so I feel like I don't talk about before my abusive relationship enough but some things that I wrote down in my journal of what I've been through and what he's brought me through was um failed female relationships friendships I should say friendships um yeah I I talk about that in my book as well um just learning like what a real friend looks like and um that was the area that I struggled with and still I'm believing for God to move in this day is just having good friends not only having good friends but also being a good friend and so I had to learn some hard lessons through failed friendships with other females and even though I had some experiences growing up with female friendships that I thought were not the best I, it didn't like smash my hope for beautiful friendships with other women. I still very much desire that I believe God is even answering, even in this season, just he's brought such amazing women in my heart. I mean, in my heart. oh my gosh, he's brought such amazing women in my life. And that's in spite of my experiences growing up with other females. Because 
that might have to be another podcast because I think it's so easy for us women to be mean to each other but there's beautiful women out there and beautiful friendships if you can be secure and know who you are and how to be a friend and also just receive that so maybe I'll talk more about that one day also another thing that a lot of people don't know about me is that I got suspended in high school (laughs) because I was out here sending pictures to little boys Actually, it was just one little boy. It was my first love. Anyways, but because I went to a private school, that was against the code of conduct. And so my parents end up telling the school because they end up finding out. And so that happened. That's one thing a lot of people don't know about me. Um, I've had my share of heartbreak. And I think I share about them. I do share about some of them in my book. I have shared about them uh, throughout the years. And that's another reason why I talk about relationships so much is because I've learned so many lessons through all of my experiences romantically with friends um and so that's why i i mean i i don't know if you guys think so but i think i talk about relationships a lot because they matter they really do affect how you live your life and they have the ability to propel you forward or hold you back and i've seen that happen in my life um both ways and so when i talk about relationships i talk about them from experience and I just believe that divinely orchestrated relationships, they exist, they're worth the wait, and they happen as you live life. And so that's another part of my testimony. Um, Oh, I just remembered something I forgot to say in part one. Okay. So another thing that is part of my testimony is just how God will use your voice if you let him. But if God is going to use your voice, that also means that the enemy is after it. He either wants you to speak from a broken place, say stuff you don't really mean, say stuff that is not true to who you are and who God is, and just be out here talking nonsense. Um, If he can't get you to just, if if you're going to talk, he'll try to get you to talk crazy. If he can get you to stop talking, he'll find a way to silence you. He'll find a way to alter your voice. And so that's another part of my journey because, and I think that really started in college, uh, especially with the corp, first with the corporate world, because the corporate world will tell you like, yeah, we value your voice share your thoughts it's a safe space but then when you do i've experienced workplaces that will be like you shouldn't have said that or oh because you said that or next time don't say that and it makes you feel like it's not safe to talk or express yourself so i've experienced that in the workplace and then come uh to the abusive relationship again being in that kind of environment it alters your voice because I remember being on phone calls with my best friend and my, at the time, husband didn't like my best friend. And so I would be on the phone whispering because I didn't want to upset him and cause any issues in my household. And so I know what it's like to be silenced. I know what it's like for your voice to be stifled. However, when God has put something in your heart to speak, you got to say it. It's like fire shut up in your bones, as the Bible says. And that's why I do what I do as well with my podcast and everything that I'm doing. It hopefully is to the glory of God and to help somebody else out. But I've been there. And that's what I want to share with you guys as well with the editing process of my book. Um, 
I real I felt like my voice was being altered again when I saw the edits that had been changed. And it's so important that when you know who you are, what your message is, how your voice is, and that your voice matters, your story carries your voice carries power, your story matters, and your voice is powerful. When you realize that and you walk in that, you won't just say anything. You won't be out here any type of way. And so I'm going to get back to editing my book because I want to make sure that it's authentic and what God gave me. But I know what it's like to have your voice stifled and I know what it's like for God to give you something to say. Um, I know what it's like to be violated, not on a level of compared to other people. But one of the things I remember was when I was a nursing student, I was in the emergency department because that was my favorite and a guy walked by me and actually it wasn't a guy it was a teenage boy a teenage boy who was just wilding he was out here misbehaving and they had him in the ed well anyways on his way out he touched my butt and i was just i was annoyed i was mad because i had just been violated and i was annoyed because i feel like he was making comments like while he was in the ed but for him to actually like act on his comments it just was I was like shocked. I was like, did this just really happen? And I remember like I told the security officer, off why can't I talk today? <laughs> the security officers in the emergency department and they were heated. Uh, they were like, where do you go? Like he really did that to you? Like they were ready to like, you know, protect me and stand up for me. But I just remember being in that moment and I was like, thank you God, because now I can relate to the woman who's been violated. And that's another powerful thing about our testimonies and our stories is that when life happens to you, I think it's so much bigger than you. Um, sometimes you think like, why is this happening to me? But really it's why is this happening for you? And sometimes when you have experiences and you go through things, it allows you to be able to connect with somebody else who you may have never been able to reach or connect with before. And so I think that's part of the power in as you go through life, being able to process your experiences in a healthy way because you realize that it's so much bigger than you. And another thing I that is part of my testimony is uh, my family's struggle with finances. So I remember like growing up, we would go away on family vacations and then that just stopped and like Christmas became very focused on the family, we'll just say because there was no gifts under the tree because we just couldn't afford it. And I know my parents are like struggling to make our school payments and stuff. And that took a toll on me as a kid. Um, it was really frustrating to not be able to brag about what I got for Christmas or for my account at school to be put on hold because my tuition wasn't paid and things like that. Which again, like now looking back in hindsight, I'm able to see actually how blessed I was. But at the time, in my immaturity, I just got upset and it just made me angry. And that's, I mean, I can't shame my for, my younger self because at the time, that was the valid reaction to what was happening. But in, in where the enemy would have wanted me to stay mad and bitter and hurt, um, God had other plans for me. So because of my, the financial struggle that I saw growing up that made me want to look into financial literacy and credit and how to build wealth and that's where it comes from I think sometimes you can see 
my posts and think like oh she's all about her money or she's very like uh what's the word materialistic or she thinks everything is about money and i don't it's so much deeper than that because i realized how it works when you have money not only what you can do for yourself and your family but what you can do for others and i strive to be a very generous woman so when the enemy thought "Ooh, i'm about to get her now her family is about to struggle financially god was like no she's actually about to learn how to become a millionaire and so in that time where i wasn't able to so after i graduated college i didn't have a car because of financial reasons and that time really forced me to just spend, hang out with God, spend time with God, go on walks. And I really taught myself so much in that time and it laid the foundation for my entrepreneurial aspirations and who I am today. So yeah, and I think I talk about my experience with my abusive relationship enough, at least I feel like I do. Um, and if you haven't heard it before, go back into old episodes of my podcast on my social media i do talk about it i'm not going to talk about it too much today but long story short i think we got to share our stories we got to share our testimonies um what god has brought you through what god is doing in your life and that's another thing i want to say like i have so many testimonies i think i barely scratched the surface of things that i've been through and things that i've experienced um I remember in the time that I took off to be a present mother with my daughter, I wasn't working. Um, I wrote in my journal, like, this year, this was 2021? Yeah. 2022? I don't know, a year or two ago. <laughs> I wrote in my journal, like, I will see the most money I've ever seen. Uh, checks are being written. Actually, I did not write that. I'm, my brain is all over the place. What I actually wrote was, uh, my name is being written on checks I have yet to receive. That's literally what I wrote, word for word. My name is being written on checks I have yet to receive. I wrote that in my journal. And that year, I got the most amount of checks I've ever gotten in my life. But not the most. I'm still going to get more. But for that year, up to that point, I got the most amount of checks I've ever received. And I credit that to nobody else but Jehovah Jireh, my provider, okay? I've seen God come through for me as a provider. I've seen God come through for me as a healer. And every time he comes through for me in another way, I'm going to share that with you guys because it's powerful. It's so powerful, your testimony. And so I hope that you have been able to hear some of the things that God has done, some of the ways that he's changed my heart, he's healed my heart, he's matured me. Um... And that all comes by the Holy Spirit. And so some of the things that I've mentioned, I might need to go back and add more detail to as he leads me to do so. Because I, I feel like I gave you guys like the quick versions, but I could really go into some of the stuff a lot deeper. And even though God has already done so much in my life and for me, I really believe that there's still so much more to come. You know, I'm still believing for my kingdom marriage. I've seen what marriage looks like when I do it my way. So now I really want to see what this marriage looks like when I do it his way. Um, I want to have more babies. And I feel like bringing a child into this world is like such a God experience. And I did talk about my birth story on my podcast before, so I think there's just so much divine intervention that goes into 
bringing babies into this world. And so I'm excited to share in the future whenever I do get the opportunity to have more babies, the stories behind each one. Because I mean, from the conception to the birth process, to pregnancy, to naming the child, there's just so much like that God is involved in. And so I look forward to sharing that in due time with you guys. I look forward to sharing breakthroughs and testimonies about my business. You know, I'm not just an entrepreneur. I'm a kingdom entrepreneur. And so that means I operate a little bit differently because I do business with God. And I posted about that yesterday. And I know if you never heard some of that stuff before, you might be like, what is she talking about? And again, maybe that's another topic for me to talk about what it's like to be a kingdom entrepreneur because it is different. But because of that, I expect God to open doors for me and make a way for me. And so I'm so excited because he's already been doing so much. The fact that I have my book coming out, my journal coming out, uh, I'm working on creating workshops and programs for y'all. So on top of some other behind the scenes things that I cannot wait to share, like what the Lord has done in my own life. And like I said, I'm always going to use my platform and my podcast to share just what God has done in my life and what he's doing in my life. And even right now, I feel like I'm in the midst and like miracles are in process. Testimonies are loading. So I'm really excited to just continue to share my platform with you guys. And hopefully as much as I talk about uh, relationships, as much as I talk about entrepreneurship, as much as I talk about, you know, the mentality of success and what that requires and all this stuff, personal development, goals, um, stuff for fun. As much as I talk about all of that stuff, I also want to share my faith very openly and very clearly because I would not be who I am if it was not for God. And on that note, I think I'm done here mission completed all right so stay tuned get a 10 i don't even know what season this is i'm not even sure if i'm gonna try to figure it out (laughs) because we've been on and off since 2018 but i'm really excited for this season of consistency because baby girl's at school so i got quiet space to record and so we're gonna get it done so stay tuned. This is the relaunch of Get Up 10 podcast because I want you guys to get back up from whatever foes that life throws your way. I want you to know that you can get back up. So this is the relaunch. Um, y'all heard how how I started this podcast. Y'all heard what's to come and y'all heard some of my testimony. So I hope that you got something out of today. Um, if you're listening to the replay or the podcast i apologize in advance for this audio because y'all i don't know what happened between my computer deciding to the battery was just gonna head on out and then my microphone yeah so i know that in the past my audio hasn't always been the best and as i move forward uh, i'm gonna keep on doing what i'm doing but i'm also gonna make the improvements because i want to be the best version of myself for you guys so even if i gotta start at the bottom we're gonna work our way up to the top so i'm really excited to have a microphone to use um so i apologize if you're listening back to this and the audio just transitioned halfway because that's what we got today but we still made a shake Hopefully y'all got something good from today and I just want to encourage you guys to keep getting up, keep being who God created you to be. There is so much power in your authenticity and when you just show up as who he created you to be, not chained down or shackled or carrying weights and burdens of 
shame and emotional baggage and trauma and and just ooh, wounds and oof there's so much stuff that we have to overcome but there is nothing like it when you go through the process and you show up as who god created you to be so with that being said, thanks for tuning in to Get Up 10 Podcast and stay tuned because next week we are sharing, we're starting the interviews and you don't want to miss it. So bye guys.